So the other thing I want to talk about, and you touched on it. Mm. Well, one of the other things I want to talk about. So Akala, great guy, absolutely fantastic. Listen, there will be no Akala Sand on this podcast. There was before, Why? but the person who did it left, and thank God because I won't have anyone slandering that guy in this Mm-mm. podcast. Why? <laughs> Huh? Why? Yeah, me will take up the reins. Listen, he's go a on, great go ahead, guy. So, but his, so you don't his, know so, him. He could be trash. Why would you assume that though? Because why man. would you assume he's not? Yeah, wow. because of the way he's he speaks. amazing. You haven't given any reason. Ah, have I even finished my my opening gambit? <laughs> oh, you no, guys taking even... too long. <laughs> Listen, so basically, Akala has been. Okay, this is the thing about Akala. So if you if you know Akala, you know his history. This guy has been around from like I guess for a while, but. Let's look at from 05. He's been, he was a gram MC, but even when he was MC and he still had like, even though he'd like talk about, not necessarily gun chat, but he, he would have so many like positive lyrics and talk about like stuff that's really pertinent to the black community. So he did a fire in the booth, like maybe a few years ago that went kind of viral. That was basically about like slavery and the risk, uh, the roots of like um, prison, uh, private prison, prisons for profit basically not that kind of stuff so he's been doing work in the community for years and years and years and years doing like pan-african schools like giving talks all that kind of stuff helping kids in the community so he went on where did he go on he went on good morning britain was it it wasn't that first though no he, it was he channel did, four channel four news went first. on channel four news um having a conversation i think with john snow was it mm-hmm. about knife crime everybody um was celebrating saying he did so well xyz um one thing i did think and this is not to slander him, but I always, when white people praise someone quite a lot, I always get suspicious. But anyway, <laughs> let's leave that. Yeah, but no, that, I'm not suspicious of Akala, but just in general. But let's, let's leave that aside. So then, this woman from nowhere. And the thing is, to be fair, the girl did something great apparently before. It was some... all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's away. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> she did a camping trip, a black girl's camping trip. Great. That's what I don't know what else she's done. She might have done other stuff. And this is the other this is the other thing I would say. Because you don't know what other people do outside of, let's say, Twitter or what you know, yeah. doesn't mean they don't do anything. Yeah. So Akala's yeah. been doing things for ages, right? So she just happens to tweet from nowhere. Do you know that nothing Akala has ever ever said has been revolutionary? And just at the time when everyone's praising him. And so she got lit up, people were just tweeting saying this is just nonsense, why are people slandering Akala? And then what happened is it got it got made into she's a black woman and so why are we coming at a black woman? We wouldn't do this for anybody else. Akala wouldn't be quote tweeting her if she wasn't black or this guy, oh, black woman. And I was like, what's what's all this? We jumped we jumped multiple steps, but that's that's oh, just how that's, oh. no 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 that's just how Twitter works. Yeah, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter will will make up a few arguments in between. And then continue at the point the where is, they decided it landed. <laughs> the reasoning was was absolutely crazy. But this feeds back into something I said from an earlier podcast. So do you remember when I said to be if you I'm just only remember I'm only talking on Twitter in these work circles, but if you are part of certain protected groups, you can't ever say anything wrong. And everything will be done to defend you from anything. That's even not, if it's even no, if no, it's no. unwarranted. Can you stop saying this? Because it's actually not true. As in black women say stuff and they get sounded by white people on Twitter all the time. You mean the black Twitter, woke black Twitter community won't sound to you? That, that, yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm accurate. About. That's what I'm talking but about. But you're not going to say anybody. That's just... No, that's I'm, just not saying, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying... No, I'm not saying... No, I'm not saying anybody, but I'm saying in those particular circles, uh, because I don't, like, at the end of the day, white yeah, people are going to slander us and talk rubbish Twitter about us all the time. It's essentially black women Twitter. Essentially, like, is it black uh, women? Is it just black women? Well, no, but it's but black women dominate. Black women dominate woke black Twitter. So therefore, 
of course, if you stand with the people who run the thing, they're gonna come for you. Wow. Like, I'm gonna co-sign that. Yeah, of course you are. Let me call this is how it goes on Twitter too. Okay, just like how it did right here. Let me quote tweet that. It's the truth. No, but no, the reason is all the black women coming closer. That's like saying Ben Shapiro can get away with anything on alt right Twitter. Of course he can. He's alt right. Donald Trump gets away with anything on alt right Twitter. What? I know. I know. No, I know what you're saying. But what? No, my 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 point is. Is the art? My point is the arguments that are being used to defend it. That my that's that's my issue. So to be honest, when Akala said what he said, he just quote tweeted her and said, "If you want to go on, um, you know, on uh, Good Morning Channel Britain, for, yeah. I'd be I'd be more than happy for you to do it. I'll send your CV if you have one." So he basically came <laughs> at her with smoke, just mocking her. And so I just thought she made a comment, he made a comment back, but then this whole argument ensued about you know he wouldn't have the same energy if she was a black woman all this kind of stuff which actually is just factually incorrect mm. but my 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 problem is where why is it that when someone is on i don't know in the public eye as a, a black i don't know let's not say celebrity but someone who's you know talking sense why is it that people would be seeking to drag them down and mask it as quote unquote critique because that's not critique to say someone nothing he's ever said is revolutionary that's yeah, not me? A critique yeah me sorry um, to be honest, I just I lowkey feel like Harry is a little bit triggered because someone came for his fave. Like I don't really see the big deal. <laughs> it's not that deep. Of course, that comes into it. It's not I am that deep. I, I am one hundred percent triggered because someone came for my fave. That's a fact. Well, she, no. she said nothing he's done is revolutionary. Okay, that's her opinion. Let's get over it. If you think he has, come with your but, facts. But, okay, okay, I'm not okay. saying he hasn't. He has or hasn't. But can't you just like say, oh, actually, this is what he's done. Do, 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 do. It doesn't have to be a black woman. This white black woman that just say yeah. what she's so, done. So keep it I, I feel like um, no, no, no. But maybe whoa, this is, hold on, hold on. Maybe this is your I'm own internal um, no, it's not. No, this is what I'm trying to. And this is what this I'm is trying. The second to podcast in which um, Harry's tried to say that. Uh, black women are undodgeable on Twitter. Yeah. Why do you want to see us be brought down? Why do you want to see us trodden underfoot? Listen, and this is the problem. I can't even have the conversation. Yeah. This is you don't all want us to have a voice. Exactly. One, one. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. This is this is why I joined this podcast yeah, oh to prevent days. this happening again. Let me. So I think the problem I have, the problem I had with um, that random critique coming in is that the, the, the same set of people who are more likely than not to be upset because uh, Piers Morgan has brought on an inept black person to speak about a topic, an unqualified black person to speak about a certain topic, or someone who really isn't able to, um, to, to really explain themselves as well as Akala can, and 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 that is a fair criticism of Piers Morgan not allowing those voices to be heard. Now, when the voices are heard and they are eloquent and they are well spoken and they get the point well and they are qualified, that does not seem like the right time to then decide that because you're not feeling uh, Akala's popularity. Because there, if you think about it, the fact that she came and claimed that he was unrevolutionary, nothing's ever done was revolutionary in relation to the point he was doing. If he was coming out there and he was gassed himself like, you know what, to be honest, mm. there's no one else on TV doing yeah, what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. He wasn't. Everyone was simply happy that for once, the voices that were so long been undermined and silenced were being heard. That one person to, that, for that one person to suddenly come up then 
and decide that this is the time. This is the time for me to turn down. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're if you're coming in, then be prepared for smoke because you've 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 come in unjustified. I kind of agree with her. I mean, with him. Sorry. No, but see, he's unrelated. It was unrelated. I thought you said it was like by the by. You know, she wasn't saying it in response to his interview. No, as in it was literally the same day that everyone that was saying was all this trending, stuff. Yeah. That the same day he was trending, it was she the same day. Did you knock him did down? Did you down? So, so, and here's but the thing. But here's the, so here's the thing. Let me speak. Let me speak. Go ahead. Oh, you was gone. I just think like <laughs> you have to understand it from an age perspective because you guys are coming from a time where Akela was a big person for you lot. Like you just mentioned his fire in the booth that was a couple of years ago. That was 2012. Holy she course. in 2012 was like Receipts. he was Akela to <laughs> he was Akela to us. Really, truly. I beg, put some respect on the pronunciation. No, 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 no. Like, he's, obviously he's doing big things, but she's going to be like, well, who is Akela? He's not revolutionary. What has he ever said this? Because for her, like, her, the people who she would look up to, up to, or like, look to see on being mm. represented in the media is someone yeah. like... Um, Slumflower. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, what's his name? The name just escaped me. Stormzy? No, not Stormzy. Talcum X. The one who... Um, Lippy oh my Lipshot. god, I'm so out of touch with black culture. <laughs> Jamal Edwards? Jamali Maddox? Oh, Jamal, really? I don't know. Jamal Edwards? No. What? What, is an SBTV? Yeah. Like, people, people like that. He's a complete mock, anyway. Like, no. not... Okay, wait. <laughs> what is happening? Let me rephrase, let me rephrase. <laughs> Why have we just come from... No, no, Not please. to look up yeah, to him okay. as, like, being revolutionary, but those are the people who it would mean something to see on... Like as in he's a, yeah it's not it's as in he's not big though because she she comes from a generation where he wasn't popping yeah so why would I why would I even care and and do you know what to be honest it is true it's probably just because it's people in that demo, in that age group who are just vexed because we love a Carla and why did she come for it yeah and, but, but then a, don't talk about what you don't know about yeah. if you can say she said that he's never done anything revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say that yeah. if you don't know. Just because it was because three it, years ago or five yeah, years and ago. and it's true. And it's and just because you <laughs> It was seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, just because you were still in Pampers. Oh, it was a whole seven years ago. So he's never done anything revolutionary you, you in were, the last seven years Because he was still in nappies you know when he was doing it, then you're like, yeah. oh, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't count. And that's like, the thing. Respect your elders. But I would say, okay, let's, let's acknowledge, okay, part of the reason Akala is the voice of whatever is, is partly uh-huh. because he's Miss Dynamite's little brother. brother. Yeah, younger brother. Sorry, what now? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, come on. Let's acknowledge the factors that have contributed to Akala's. Wait, are we saying no, he's got not... like sister privilege? Like, what the hell? Um, man? Yeah, <laughs> in the same way that Tracy Ellis Ross is completely amazing in her own right, but yeah, might not have been Diana Tracy Ellis Ross. She was Diana Ross's daughter. Yeah. It's absolutely fine to acknowledge. I don't think Tracy Ellis Ross Why is even pretend. It? It's just got nothing to do with anything. Who cares? It has got something to do. It's got a lot to do with it because it's like. Open door into the industry. Who are saying the exactly same thing as Akala, but they haven't had the oh, opening. Oh, from that perspective. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. celebrity that he would have, of course. Yeah, fine, fine, fine. Got also, let's also <laughs> acknowledge the fact that uh, Akala is also mixed race, and that gives him a form of privilege because mixed race people's voices are always amplified in British media above people who are of a darker hue. That is just a fact. If he looks the same colour as <laughs> Harry yep. or Idris Elba, I'm I, I strongly. <laughs> 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 Light skin Ooh. in like deepest darkest take, in like take. deepest darkest Chad is so light skin. So like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of that, yo. Like. But like, that needs to go in your bio. Yeah, like, oh. like that, I'm light like, skin in Chad. Like even the fact that even the 
fact that like the, the main ninja. speakers that we have on in the forefront for you know but in so in media at the moment are like akala um who else emma dabiri um afua hirsch they are all mixed race or biracial. Like, I'm those not gonna, are the acceptable voices. Those are the acceptable for voices to talk for us. I'm not going to ignore the fact. That's and true. I, I actually take yeah. affront to the fact that the people who primarily speak on Black British womanhood are not um, are mixed race because I think that's ridiculous. But but the point is, this is the situation we find ourselves in, and we Tense. can't acknowledge, we can't talk about a Carl or anybody like him and not acknowledge those factors. It's part of it, celebrity part. Of, but that doesn't take true. away from the fact that a Carla, I think, even what he's, even even if what he does, doesn't say says is not revolutionary the fact that other people say it he says it very articulately he always represents us mm. well and i'm very happy for him to continue to represent us represent us if he's doing it well yeah and especially if i i think somebody like a carla would probably also acknowledge that he does acknowledge think, it yeah 100%. i don't think he's the kind of person you wouldn't acknowledge it he knows in his book yeah he probably knows therefore i haven't read his book but i'm sure he does so then therefore i don't really i, I don't have a problem with him it's just the way the system is like yeah yeah everyone mad at the system let's be mad at the system yeah mad at the system yeah, like, mad, mad at the guy he's mad just at Carla his... like he's just doing his thing like and he's doing it positively and helping our community like he's giving a voice mm-hmm. on TV for people who, who wouldn't have the voice already he's like, done nothing wrong he's done nothing wrong yeah and so here's so here's the other thing to come back <laughs> to the point to come back to the point I made earlier listen when it comes to when it comes to black women and defending black women listen I I'm not saying. I'm saying I will 100% trying to def- walk it back now. No, I'm not walking it back. <laughs> what I said was in a, listen, I'm I'm not walking back what I said. What I'm saying is that I will 100% defend a black woman, especially like if they if if they're in the right, I will 100% defend them. <laughs> but if they're wrong, why should I just stick up for them just because like you if you what you said is wrong and to go to that point to to pivot onto another black woman who said something ridiculous on Twitter, sunflower. Mm. Oh. Can we just say, like, agree for this podcast that like, we just don't have her time anymore? I'm like so tired. Slumflower, it's not over. Like, it's enough. What did they call her the other day? She doesn't have anything. Oh, hood use, use no, 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 it was it was it was favela petal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've got a shout shout out Flight Bay for stealing that one from him. Yeah, but here's, oh, here's but Bay. here's the thing. Oh, he's also. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, he. Mm. Uh, don't worry, we're working. We're How, working. No, no, so times. guys, can we just stop couple of people, please? Anyway. I'm not trying to yeah, just leave their names out of it. Yeah. All I'm, so all I'm saying is right is is and this is the this is the only point I'm I've been trying and I'm not saying I'm not saying that but of course we should listen. Black women are you know historically have not been defended by black men anywhere near as enough as they should have been. That is a hundred percent fact. Like you see it all the time. But what I am saying is we should be cool enough as a community that we can call someone out and it not be misogynoir just because everybody said like and saying oh and what I will say is that. The energy that we come with for some for black women over black men is you can see like that girl who people came at for the Akala thing. She probably got messages in her inbox where people were saying all sorts of rubbish, d- disgusting stuff, which wouldn't happen to a black man, but black men, black man, because of yeah, because of sexism and um that that whole thing. So that's that whole thing. Yeah, that, that whole. I knew someone <laughs> was going to say that. that I, I, know, I knew someone <laughs> was going to say it like that. But what what I'm saying is it's. And I guess that's just, that's why I said for me, I'm definitely taking more of a step back into it. And thank God the people I follow do not say a lot of this stupid stuff. But I just find that Twitter is just this ridiculous like kind of echo chamber where people just have woke circles and they just go around stating each great opinions that they have to each other. But to address what Sunfile said, it's an interesting conversation because actually, and I, I, think I've, I think I've said this before. Explain what she said. So what she said was, I'm not, if I could paraphrase it, she said, I'm not going to sp- spend Don't. my time, like, waste it, like, spend my time worrying about 
that patriarchy, which has caused men to commit suicide because of how it like basically puts men because on this pedestal. Their, because basically. of their inability to cry. Because in, that's that's what so she, she and basically what I think is I can I can actually potentially understand the sentiment of what she was saying, but the way she put it was so callous that I just thought, why do it? Why don't you quote exactly what she said? we don't have a researcher on the podcast yet we don't have the money so, <laughs> so <laughs> it would be down to me finding the tweet but I mean somewhat you people can go and search it they'll, they'll find out what the tweet was but essentially that's basically what she was saying she was saying like if men you know if men cry because you know if men can't cry so they commit suicide like that's not my problem I'm not wasting time on it and the way she said it was extremely callous and rude. I got but it. She said, if men are committing suicide because they can't cry, how is it my concern? Correct. <laughs> 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 like, that is Sorry. so nice. Like, it's pretty <laughs> blunt. Dude. So, wow. Yeah, I think, I think again. <laughs> and, but she, she clarified it and wrote an essay, which you can read on her. This is, this is my <laughs> issue. She is a clown. Her and her... her cronies don't kind of women on twitter i don't have their time because she knew that what she said was so far left and out of pocket that she knew she was gonna have the opportunity to now write an essay or a think piece (laughs) to follow up to get her credit to get her money to get her exposure and everyone keeps feeding into it can we just agree to not have their time anymore yes enough and this is they they should be cancelled but can we but 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 can we see the point in what she was saying you mean yes and and, and i want to just put here i am not a disciple of sunflower I don't sure? agree with everything she says. Why? Why have I you got that slum flower tattoo then? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want, but what I think this is what she was, which is what she was pointing to, is, and I and I made a comparison. If a black person said this, if white people in Australia are getting higher rates of skin cancer because they decided to go and run over the Aborigines and set up shop in Australia, why is that my concern? And, and the not, thing is, I, you should I tell you what it wait, is. Wait, 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 wait. When, wait, that, when you wait. say that, when you say it like that, people can't really argue. No, and, to be honest. No, and, and wait, that's, and this is what, so, or if I say um, um, white people in South Africa can't, <laughs> I don't know, they're choking on yams. After the time <laughs> time. <laughs> Why is that my concern? Like, <laughs> understand what she, the point she's coming from. What she's saying is the same people who oppress you, the means of their own oppression is killing them. And why, if you are still well, under their oppression are you concerned with your oppressors dying at the hands of their effects of their own oppression and i am not saying that the way she said it was because obviously as somebody who is a heterosexual woman and somebody who also has brothers and and father and and i am concerned about male suicide because it affects people that i love but as a from a wider i guess quote-unquote feminist perspective i'm not saying i agree with her what her underlying point was is men have created a system with which they use it to oppress women and that same system they created is what prevents them from expressing their emotions and con- contributes to their negative mental health so that they commit suicide however women are still dying and and being affected under the system that they have created so, so then why are we carrying the burden of their suicide rate when and, and concern ourselves with it when we have our own issues that we we still be oppressed by them but and that's what she, and, that, and that's a different that is what she and could I think have that's what said, she tried to but explain. she could have said. But she could have said that, but the way she, oh, she said it, she, said, she wrote a very <laughs> callous tweet that made it seem like uh, that if I had somebody in my family who had died from suicide, I would like, be I extremely care. funny. Basically, I don't care that men are killing themselves, which is a horrible thing to say. But what she, I think when she wrote her essay, she, she didn't explain what she meant. And I'm not saying the right and wrong of it, but I'm just saying people sometimes act deliberately of choose on Twitter mm-hmm. because you can read through the lines and see what she meant. 
people I've been delivered to and that they can't. Not okay, no, no. So, if you are if you are enough of a critical thinker that you did an A level, you but not everybody. No, but the fact is. Everybody isn't. So the fact yeah, that she said it is ridiculous. And if you're not critical enough, you can't think critical and just say, I, I don't have the ability to engage with this content. No, no, no. So here, here's, here's the problem. <laughs> That's right? what they should treat, uh, yeah? I'm vexed, man. No, so I'm so first, for what you just said. But first of all, let's put, let's, no, let's put her tweet, let's put her tweet in context. Right, let's put her tweet in context. Number one, right, the thing that she's, the thing that we've quoted is at the end of the callous tweet. That is the f- last bit that she said. Mm-hmm. The quote, the, the tweet that she responded to was wild how some women are still prioritizing men in their feminism. Like, girly, I think you missed the point. Was that her tweet? No, that was someone else that she's quoted. Yeah. And she said, maybe other people's feminisms are about making the world better for men. As for me, I don't have time to think about the reasons why the system you created at my expense to benefit you is now choking you. If men are committing suicide because they can't cry, how's it my concern? Understand that that is a huge leap. Yes, make the point that to be honest I'm not going to prioritise you in my feminism that is an acceptable point to make Mm. to be honest I think the system that you guys are still defending this patriarchal system that you're defending is doing more harm to you than you realise yes that's a fair point I think the system that you're still defending your patriarchal system is doing harm to me and so I will not defend it fair point you did not need to jump to making light of male suicide. Yeah, she didn't need to do that. So if if she had cut out that last sentence, the rest of her tweet is beyond valid. And that's the thing, because how, how does it even be but feminist? it would because have Mel, had less attention though, Yeah, so. facts. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 the whole point, the whole point like, of Twitter is to... Generate, it's, it's generate outrage for cliques. And generate, um, and, and to, to make a clicks. point, and she was yeah. making a point. And so, so, so travel back, like for example, my statements about white people's skin cancer or choking on yams, I would never say anything like that because that's horrible. I don't want people, you know, little white babies to choke on yams. You know, but I, I'm just saying like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I'm just saying like, it's a horrible thing to say. But about babies. You wouldn't, but, tweet, you wouldn't tweet it, but you would retweet and like. Basically. No, I wouldn't retweet and like it. Oh my wow. God. <laughs> I wouldn't. Because how did you come up with that example so quick? I just want to know. <laughs> because it's just, it's, I'm mind. making a comparison. The point is that mm. if, if <laughs> on Twitter, they, these are things people say for like little sound bites and tweets, but the, the, the thing about these kind of things is that it like dehum it, not takes away from your humanity. I feel like when you say this kind of things, I'm like, I don't care about Melissa. I don't care about white people dying. Cause it takes away from your own humanity. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you think you're being like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm affirming, I'm affirming that I'm important and I'm looking out for myself. But what it does is it makes you lose your ability. Like, yes, males, even if men are oppressive, like men are still human beings. And every time a man commits suicide, there is a woman who is being affected by that. There was a woman that loves them. And if feminism is to be pro-women, then isn't feminism also for the woman who's been affected by male suicide? Isn't the patriarchy hurting her if her husband or her brother or her cousin commits suicide at the hands of a patriarchal system? Then she is left without the resources to feed her kids. She is left without a father figure in her kid's life. That that sister doesn't have a brother who she depended on. And then that that means the patriarchy is also hurting them. So to, to be so... Uh, ignorant to make male suicide a purely male issue means that you're not even thinking broadly enough to understand that we're all interconnected and that men, heterosexual, not even if you're heterosexual, even a, even a lesbian woman who doesn't have any uh, romantic connection with men has fathers and brothers and everybody's connected. So if a man yeah. commits suicide, it affects women everybody. and that means everybody's yeah. hurt by the patriarchy, so not the, just the, the man. So the other thing I was, I was going to say is, 
and this is why like for me i've just decided to take it like i'm trying <laughs> and i'm going to take a step back from twitter because i just find it's very unproductive half the time and it can be productive but other times it's very unproductive in regards to those conversations because people are just trying to get clout and are just trying to say things to outrage people and you see that with just the companies that keep doing these marketing faux pas all the time it's like oh whoops i i did blackface oh whoops i uh, you know did a monkey thing oh whoops ah oh, what am I like, hey? Like, it's like at a certain point, we have to start realising that people are trying to generate outrage for clicks. So the best thing to do when it comes to like Daily Mail and people like that, and boy, you're right, this is the last time we should ever talk about this person. But just don't comment. Just if, if she's doing what she's doing, let her do it over there. If someone else is doing what they're doing, let them do it over there. But just don't comment. Don't tweet about it. Just let them tweet what they're saying or Facebook what they're saying or whatever. Just let them put it into the air and leave them there. Leave it I don't know if it's the last person we should ever talk about because I think actually her point no it's true the gen- point the, generates the, a useful conversation yeah it, gen- it generates a useful and conversation and it might not have but generated then, if she just put a nice little tweet about that's, that's true hurts everybody no no no, no but, but, but here's the thing it have caused the conversation because nobody would have picked that, up that's true but my, my, that's my why pro- she tweets that way but my, my problem is this these days is like you know this whole thing about tone policing and respectability politics I think that has become we've used that those conversations so if anyone doesn't understand tone policing is when people say like Oh, if you if you like if you're a member of a press group and you say, ah, oh, you know, I don't know, is it like F white people? I don't know, something like that. And someone says, ah, oh, you can't say that because it's rude. Not F white people. Something I can't I can't think of something. But like, if you say something rude about um, a particular group or something like that, as an as a member of an oppressed group, and someone is annoyed by that, it's like, well, actually, you don't get to you don't get to say how I should be communicating my feelings of anger or whatever. But I think it's gotten to a point now where it's like where does common decency and fairness and kindness come into any does is that just not a thing anymore do we just mm-hmm. have we just left that whole whole thing behind because at the end of the day i look at someone like you know malcolm x and people like that like even though they did talk like harshly and he said things like in a very pointed way they weren't disrespectful they weren't rude like they still communi- communicated their points and and I'm not, I'm not saying this so that they can become respectable to someone else. What I'm saying is even within the com- community, when we have these conversations, half the time I think like when you have these conversations, all these buzzwords and all these things that people use, they know that the majority of people don't even half the time don't understand what they're saying. But instead of trying to make it accessible for everybody, they would rather just like use these buzzwords and use all these terms and use all these work things just so that they can talk in their little communities and say their different things. And then everybody else is looking for an outside. Because you realise that half of these conversations just happen on Twitter. Like, in real life, the majority of people just think this is nonsense. Like, they think it's just ridiculous. So, I just... I'm at the point where I think... And that's what I kind of want to do with this podcast as well. Like, take some of those conversations which can be, like, really stupid and, like, generating clicks and outrage or whatever. And take those conversations and actually make them, like, let's have a human conversation. Let's, Let's actually talk about it. And let's actually... Mm-hmm. dissect the issues and not try and talk in this super woke way or try and op- oppose like I don't know exclude other points of view and all that kind of stuff so that being said I'm going to pivot last thing I want to get into MJ did anyone watch the documentary that <laughs> you Neverland mm-hmm. you got left you still there you still <laughs> so <laughs> so okay this is where Nigeria You're still wants to come yeah? out <laughs> <laughs> Because when it was R. Kelly, I had so much Veeam. <laughs> I shot him down. I said, I don't know them. But then Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, no. It's hard because let me say from the off, I 
do not doubt that Michael Jackson did what they said he did. Ooh, that's interesting. Because all of it, you have just set yourself up to be cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> cancel me! Wow. What is a what is a grown what is you a grown man doing? You can cancel someone for believing victims now. Wow. What is a, what is a grown man doing? Because you're about to say you don't you don't doubt his crimes, but you support him anyway. Is that what you're about to say? No. Oh. No. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Let's get there. Ooh. To be honest, I don't know where my destination is. Caught <laughs> <laughs> um, <Cool>, red-handed. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> What I am saying is, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever for this grown man to be sharing a bed with random folks, kids. That right there, pedophilic. Completely. It's either pedophilic or pedophilia leaning. Adjacent. Neither of them are good. On the same road. How, however, in the same car. Same road to Neverland. However, what I am struggling with is the idea of losing his music. And normally, normally I'm no good at, I, I, don't, I don't go for this whole separate art from the artist. But I think when I was looking at it from a, so when I was looking at it from an R. Kelly perspective, is because most of his jams are actually pedophile Peter directed. Yep. <laughs> Trust me. Um, whereas Michael Jackson um, took up. his experience as a black person, built a platform as a white presenting black person. <laughs> He was the Rachel Dolezal before the Rachel Dolezal. LOL. And then used that platform to highlight issues of poverty, suffering, struggle within the community that he's from. Like he did good with his music. So the idea of cutting that out completely. I feel you're stretching this so far. I'm telling you now, people, people have literally made Michael Jackson into this, like, I don't know, and social justice guy. Saint. Who like, is that, bloke? But that's why those parents took their kids and let him do those things. Because people thought he was some sort of, like, God from on high. Like, people love Michael Jackson, like, irrationally. Oh. Michael and Jackson it, is a real like, pride paper. I don't know, yeah. Even grown men. you think. Grown men. Can't seem to know when it's time to cancel him. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to need, need you to get your opinion, to, to pull out your opinion on this one, please. Can I just insert my proper opinion that Michael Jackson's music is overrated and Thank he's never you. been on any of my playlists. And so I can't cancel him because he was never there in the first place. <laughs> because, like, mm. I think his music is just art to me. Like, he's very talented, but... I just think his music was overhyped, so I don't really care if Listen, any, he any gets pulled off radio. No, sorry. Any man, any man that I can mean, jump in a studio and say the words, and make a banger out of it, that's a hero. Okay, and today we'll wow. be down that hill. Michael Jackson's a hero. You need to get your shoes and go. Michael Jackson. It's time for you to pack your stuff. Michael Jackson might have been a musical genius. I take that back. But I, I just I don't. Mm-hmm. Musical genius. No, some people consider him a musical genius, but I'm just saying, me personally. <laughs> no, you mean Quincy Jones, yeah, right? Yeah. Quincy, Quincy Jones is a musical genius. No, but some people consider Michael Jackson a musical Like, I don't consider him to be. He's a fantastic entertainer. He's a great performer. He's a great performer. One of the best ever. Right, this is what I'm saying. I think he's a great performer. People think he's a great performer entertainer. I think his music isn't like I put his music in the same category as Beyonce. Hmm? 
What category is that? What is you're about to offend the stands, so be no, clear. No, Beyonce doesn't. Beyonce's yeah. a fantastic entertainer. I think but Beyonce's I agree. music is to me is is pop music. It's not music that to me has a musical substance. Yeah, that is a fantastic work of art to the point where I cannot lose it. And people adore Beyonce and in people a adore similar Beyonce way to Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. But if Beyonce like, doesn't never appears on my players again, I will not die. Like I won't that's even miss it with yeah, a heavy just don't heart. Like her music. There's people that st- like Stevie Wonder. Yeah, you're just if this came out about Stevie Wonder, yeah, I'd be, I'm telling I'd, you, I'd be so I'll, sad. I'm, I potentially might cry. I'm yeah, because Stevie serious. Wonder's music is I'm actually dead serious, like I'd probably cry. Yeah, Stevie Wonder dead makes serious, to I'd me, cry. in my opinion, or even someone like um, oh, Curtis. Oh, oh. Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh right. I was yeah, like, um, Curtis, Curtis Jackson. I was like, yeah, Curtis Mayfield, <laughs> or, or someone like Nina, or someone like Nina Simone for me. Like, Ooh, yeah, it just came out like Nina Simone or something like that. Like to me, they make music that is so like. Yeah, see, that's a revolutionary. That's, that's, a, a, that's, a, that's revolutionary. a revolutionary black yeah. singer. And that would disappoint Michael me greatly. Jackson's Michael Jackson. Bro, I don't he care pop, if... Uh, he, made, he, made, he made a couple one-two, you know. I'm not going to say he didn't make any, but he made a couple one-two, they didn't care about us. It, yeah, and you made the list. I saw the yeah. list. There's only there's a couple. But I'm saying, in the in the totality of his output, really, that's just not yeah. who he's about. And it's fine. He didn't need yeah. to be, but it's just not what he was doing. Nah, no, yeah. but he did have... That was definitely something he got into in his career. Yeah, like, later in his life. Travelling around and, like... Seeing what's was, going on. He was definitely into the whole, like, saving the children thing. And <laughs> him and Disney like, had, <laughs> had an alliance. Children, you know? Do you know what I mean? So that's why this is so, like, controversial. Because it was like, he loves children so much and he wants to help them so much. Also, so very much. You know what? It's possible that it's possible that it's very possible for some of the accusations to be true and some of the accusations to not be true. Yeah, and I think this is the problem with this, yeah. this, this, this community, this like culture we have like yeah. people can't do nuance it mm. is possible that the guys on this documentary that one of them is lying one yes. of them is telling the truth and that's it's what I think it's very possible like it's very possible that's for, what I think for things to happen From, all at once so like, I watched the whole documentary um, because Tunde I do I do love Michael Jackson's music oh as well I did you I sat a, there while they were killing me no, you I sat know. there while they were killing me I know me. because I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to take the heat but <laughs> but um, and it, but you know, as someone who may have been interested in Michael Jackson growing up, you know that he's been a weird guy. Like, yeah. this isn't crazy out of the blue. Oh my gosh, Michael Jackson's weird no. with kids. Like, we've known this. Like, it, he, he, he didn't really hide it. And we made so many And he jokes didn't hide it. it well. He did. He didn't, he didn't hide it. No, he didn't. He was really out there. Like, and these parents brought game. their children to him from across mm-hmm. the world to go sleep in his bed. Like, everyone knew what was going on. Do you know what I mean? But so, but watching the documentary, some of it does seem a bit staged, a bit weird, a bit dodgy. Like, when, um, what's his name? What's the performer one? Wade Robson. Wade Robson. He was definitely a dodge one. Like, when he said that he reached down and he felt, um, Michael Jackson's hair and he remembers it feeling like a Brillo pad I was like <laughs> ain't nobody never had Brillo the, pad the amount hair, of relaxer in that hair exactly. it did not feel like a Wait, Brillo pad reached down yeah the, uh, Michael Jackson was doing things to him and he like reached down and felt his hair oh I thought you meant his pubic hair because I was like no his, that, his oh, the okay, hair okay, on okay, his okay, head okay, okay. 
and he remembers it feeling like a Brillo pad. I'm like, that sounds like right. something a white yeah. person just made up because yeah. no no <laughs> Afro hair feels like a Brillo pad. Boy, boy, you had me Vitiligo, so you, you know, Vitiligo. No, Sorry, not, no, it's not Vitiligo. Medical opinion, I never heard of Vitiligo making anyone's hair feel like, like a Brillo a pad. Brush. No. So where's that come from? No. no. I know that um, the racist kids at school yep. used to call my sister a Brillo, Brillo pad and toilet wow. brush because they said her hair looked like that. Yeah, so no, that, that's definitely some racist <laughs> rhetoric that I've heard before. But to say that it was his personal experience, that raised all of the alarm bells for me. So Diana Ross <laughs> tweeted, she said, this is what's on my heart this morning. I believe and trust that Michael Jackson was and is a magnificent, incredible force to me and to Ugh. many others. Stop in the name of love. Yeah, but she huh? has to because huh? they Isn't were that like an ugly bodies, boys. Huh? Isn't that an ugly thing? Oh, dear. No, stop as in the name no, no, of she's love. saying stop in the name of... Uh, you mean, oh, you mean step in the name of oh, love. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. My trigger yeah. button was just too... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was she's ready. Just ready. <laughs> <laughs> I Stand out. Are you okay? But you put you put your guns down. I, I think it's I think and this is the thing. My thing is I personally I'm not gonna get anyone if someone decides, you know, I'm not sure about this, I'm still gonna do this music. All I can say is these are the hundred percent facts that if you're Michael Jackson stan, you yeah. don't like Michael Jackson, you cannot deny. Yeah. What you cannot deny is that what he did with kids was, was inappropriate. inappropriate. Was, was you can't deny wrong. that. And so this is the thing. We would never actually one hundred percent know what happened. Unless you 100% believe his victims, which I thought in this culture, people say, you know, we believe victims. We mm. believe victims until these guys do it and it's a pop star we like. And then actually we don't believe victims. So yeah. I, I don't really know. But I'm not getting at anyone for that. The, what I really care, what I'm really saying is that like, the guy is clearly paedophile. I don't know why people are trying to paint him as a saint. Like what he did with kids is inappropriate. So you have to be able to call him out on that. Don't, if you want to say no, he no, didn't no. do the actual crimes, crimes. Yeah. That you just can shows say, the levels to yeah, which just, people loved his music. Just just so we're clear, everyone who's listening, Yemi's trying to give me cut eye. <laughs> I, I said both of those things. I both enjoy his music and believe that the stuff he did was inappropriate. And that's what... Um, I'm so bad with names. What's the other guy? Safe Chuck. Yeah, Safe Chuck. James yeah. Safe Chuck. He said it because he said like he understands that People have a love for his music and it had his music had such an impact on the music industry and the world and people's lives. Right. So <laughs> apparently. Um, so it's like his music's one thing, but this is the man and this is what he did. And they're not trying to say that he that like by listening to their music, you're basically abusing them as well. But. This is what Michael Jackson did to them. That's what he's saying. He f- seemed very authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's just facts. Like, you can't deny that he had very <clears throat> inappropriate relationships with children. But then I also think this idea that... Um, I don't know. So one of the things that um, I heard is that Jay Leno, the American talk show host, mm. he specifically defended Michael Jackson in his first trial. And the reason he did so was because one of the kids who would accuse Michael Jackson had accused Jay Leno mm. also of um, molesting him. And Jay Leno had never even met this child like in his entire life. It was like, right. I'd never met the child and the child um, accused me of molesting him and his mum tried to like extort money from me, which yes. is why I defended Michael Jackson in the first trial because I knew from personal experience that this child was just, like a straight up liar. Wow. And so I think 
Like, with someone of that... There might be the not point... They, that, so they that, might that, be the not point I'm just saying there could be... There's could definitely... Be. Like, let's, let's be. remember that Michael Jackson was acquitted... How many times? Twi- like, twice. Twice, three twice, times. Twice, three times. Like, so, like, it's very possible that there are actually a bunch of people who were lying and some people... Who, and some people get money because like, he had so much money and so much clout and he was inappropriate enough that it makes it more believable that he ooh, would do that, those things. Mm, this, However, mm. it's also possible that there's a couple of people telling the truth. At this point, this is America, right? It's not like the legal system. The legal system would be very happy to put Michael Jackson in jail. Do you I know don't what I mean? know. They're not advocating for black people. But you're saying the legal system, the legal, well, firstly, black man is a stretch at this point the different shades of black man the first the first lawsuit he was still yeah, quite but, brown but what i'm saying is what i'm saying is legally right so Kinda. it's, it's the, ju- the jury right the jury is made up of a jury of your peers that's just people and chances are most of them like michael jackson's music yeah like, look at right. the arcade trial we all saw it in boondocks people, people were just grooving to the thing yeah. they, weren't gonna, they weren't quitting him people I, were picketing I, outside I, of the no, courthouse so i, I think know, i think the difference him. i think the difference yeah. between the michael jackson um and the r kelly cases were that with r kelly according to the documentary not having any uh, litigation against this podcast please um the way that they got through their trial originally was by paying off the lead witness right to mm. actually not turn up and give testimony yeah, yeah, yeah. but also with r kelly there's there's actual 100 percent proof that he's a exactly there's like a he yeah like as in as in he he married Aaliyah when she's 15 so he's a peer yeah yeah and Where, him weed on a 14 year old yeah whereas with so, Jackson, there's no evidence yeah mm. apart from victim's testimonies testimonies Which and, is and they came and gave that evidence i think the key that got michael jackson off is that for him his music resonated with white audiences as mm-hmm. well as black. Had Michael Jackson been making the type of music that R. Kelly made without necessarily the same um, uh, messages, mm. but the same type of music that only really appealed to black audiences, I think for all of his money, like we, say, like we said earlier, Michael Jackson would have been in prison. No, but not to the extent of Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson wouldn't have had the the um, freedom to do what he did if he was R. Kelly. No, no, no. Maybe, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just two different levels of stardom. Like Michael adored Michael. Yeah, Michael's a superstar. Michael Jackson's like an ultra mega. Yeah, when you see those those mothers talking about how they were able to justify bringing their children you know, out of school and bringing them to this yeah. man's, like, basically children's playground. <laughs> it was like... No, his pedophile they, It was showing how <laughs> much, like, people love him. They came from Australia. Wow. Like, that's, that is I, love. They also, thought he was amazing. Another conspiracy theory <laughs> is that um, Michael Jackson acquired the rights to... Um, the Beatles. Beatles stuff, and also he had, like, he, he had a lot of financial ownership, and that yeah, white... Did. Uh, record labels and what would always disgruntled at him because he has so much ownership. May yeah, and that's part of the reason they're trying to come for him. May I just and say? And it's so complicated because I I, I don't know. So when true. I say it's complicated, it's like it's not be it's not Some beyond people white people to orchestrate something of this. Especially because they got their own pedophile rings going on. Yeah, too. to sl- in order to slander a black man who they hate, mm-hmm. it's not beyond them, mm. and that's why it's kind of difficult when it comes to black people because it's like. Be- 
because it's like it's not beyond also it's also not beyond white people to to lie about when the whole thing about belief victims like white women for example are notorious about lying about rape charges against black men like they've literally been doing it for centuries yeah. so the idea that oh we just believe why because they notorious liars when it comes to it so, I guess so it's kind of like I, I don't think that, I don't think that all these kids are lying and I, I, in my gut instinct, I think Michael Jackson's a weirdo. I don't like his music that much. I'm quite happy to cancel him. But you can he understand probably, why, you can understand probably, why someone who yeah, loved him. I think he probably is a pedophile. But I can understand why somebody who really likes Michael Jackson and wants to find a reason to let him off could say, actually, there's many things. He was acquitted a couple of times. This guy seems yeah. like he's lying. Why people might not like him because he's quite like. It's and there's, possible. there's so many other there's so many, children so many who've other come children forward and come said forward. that he didn't. He didn't abuse do anything. It's not as clear cut for me as like Mark Kelly. Yeah, it's, and, and, it's, and I think the other thing that people have to be honest with is that it isn't as clear-cut as R. Kelly. I would never say, oh, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson. Like, R. Kelly, there is actual documented proof. Michael mm. Jackson, it's, it's witness testimonies. And so we can never... And so I guess that really, that eats at me in terms of like, when we talk about believing victims, what does that mean? And how? And I guess, you know, with victims, does it does the evidence count? Like, do, do, do their, stories yeah. have, their stories have to make sense and all that kind of but thing people, for, us to, for us to decide to believe them? Or do we just say off bat, you, you're, people, you're coming out. People believed the victims enough to try him. They took him to court. True. That's do you true. know what I mean? They arrested him. He went to jail. They put him through court and he, they, they didn't convict um, I guess it's crazy. Because only, I guess only God knows. To be honest, I'm actually, that's one yeah. thing I want to find out in heaven. I'm just going to be like, did MJ do it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> that, did he, did yeah. Pay it back. Well, you'll see just, if he's there or not. Yeah, trust me. If I see MJ there, I'll be like, "Fuck that!" We knew it. We knew it. You see the moonwalk. I mean, it's a wild joke, but I'm, I'm making it. Uh-oh. Imagine you get in, pearly gates, open, bright light, and you're just there like. Okay, now Jesus, you just gotta, you just gotta slide your foot back. <laughs> oh my days! Just gotta slide. <laughs> <laughs> just see heaven floor lighting up. Up to the pearly gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm not only the R Kelly interview, to be honest. Oh. You're kidding me with this. And then, I can't even throw you. And then Gail came with Robert. <laughs> <laughs> she sounded like every like, black mum ever. Black Robert, <laughs> that's how you gonna get a whooping, Robert. <laughs> that's another word for everybody who acts up in my presence. <laughs> Robert, Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> he so so dumb. Honestly, I if if I was if I was his uh, PR manager who was there holding him back that day, I'd have quit immediately after that. After they must be getting peas. That's the only way you do. Are you mad? I'd have quit. He probably d- has quit. They have like, a lot of work. Strategically yeah. Maybe they like a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Everyone knows who he was. God. And now he's mm. looking for new clients. He's oh, done. He's going to expand his business. Can yeah, you imagine? Really you come good. up with a strategy. You come up with a plan. And like, listen, Gail King, widely restre- respected. She's a black woman. So you, if you smash this, you can build you back. You're clear, sir. You can build back <laughs> that, that following you've lost. Okay, you got this? I got this, man. And what I find funny I is, like, what I find funny is just like, why you would I do that? This. That doesn't make what, sense, guys. That doesn't guys. make any and I'm sense. Like, we know that's what we're all saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've been saying this entire time. You're a fool. Why have you done this in plain sight? We're not idiots. That's what we're trying to say. I gave you all 30 years of my career. 
I'm like, what did you do in the Wait, last 10 years anyway? Anyway. Yeah, what, so what does this have to do with anything, sir? You, the last relevant thing you did was Trapped in the Closet, and even that was trash. Maybe. Trapped anyway. in the Closet was probably you say that, a but confession that, album. That was. The, the, yeah. the, 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 what really kills me. How many things have we written for other people in that time? Probably things that we. Really what? Liked. R. Kelly? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100. R. Kelly's worked with. Listen, think about. I'm just saying, there's not oh. really one major star that R. Kelly hasn't worked with. He's worked with everybody. MJ, everybody. And why have they not? And like, so many of these gospel artists haven't come out and said anything. No. Nope. So, so many, no, but so many artists, think about it. The only person that was willing to appear in the documentary was John Legend. That's yep. it. No one else. Mm. Even though, and the thing is, it's not like the MJ thing where there's like, ah, oh, mm, yeah. there is documented evidence in 94 that he's a paedophile. So it's not even like, ah, uh, making a judgment. It's, it's, a, it's an open shot. It's yeah, fact. you lose, facts, you lose absolutely facts. nothing by you appearing nothing. on that. But it's, you know, John Legend was, and you, Give kudos to John Legend for doing it, but massive unkudos to everybody else. Yeah, Marvin Sapp. What? what no, Marvin Sapp. We already talked about this. Cancelled. He's he's he's. I actually, um, I actually, he's he's, he's, he's cancelled as a, as a as a as a I was guy, but him in can't your lie to you. Earlier, so. I still listen to Marvin Sapp. <laughs> I, mean, you know what? I actually can say nah, I, dele- I deleted say. I deleted stuff from my playlist. You were singing along to his song earlier though in the car. No, no, real talk, real talk. <laughs> I actually didn't realize it was Marvin Sapp. I thought it, I thought it was, um, I thought it was Fred Hammond. Yeah. I was actually gonna ask, mm. I was like, is that Fred or is that Marvin? Yeah, it was I Marvin. Really... It was Marvin. I, I know Marvin is cancelled in my. I, I will not sing a Marvin Sapp song ever. Like as long yeah. as I live, I promise that. I just, I'll, I'll let you me, know next time. Yeah, let me, no, true, no, Marvin Sapp's a waste man. I, I personally lie. feel like if you don't support black women, you don't support me. And if you're happy to support R. Kelly, like Marvin Sapp literally was like, I'm still releasing the song. You're, you're cancelled. I said I pray. My job is not to. My job is to pray for him. Anyway, I'm done with <laughs> what, the, that, that clown. Anyway, like, next, 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 last topic. Just, just, just because I know we're, it's not going to fit in anywhere else. Speaking of topics that we've spoken of before, um, if you've not seen it, Google and see the latest chapter of the Pastor John Gray debacle. Oh my days, blood! Yes! I just clocked. I saw that this morning and I thought, oh, oh my days. Didn't he come out and say that he did? On, he came out on the real and said that he didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. Yeah, he said and his that. wife was clapping. I was like, you fool. And then You're his... clapping that your husband didn't cheat. What kind of nonsense is that? No. And, then and go... his mistress came out. With the receipts of the voicemail. The All of the receipts. Wait, what? Pastor John Gray what? is a yes, freak is. freak. Good, like twi- Is this the guy we spoke about a couple episodes back? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he's, he basically, he's a freak So freak. basically, he not only... Bro, he... He used to speak in tongues during... T- uh, during sex. During sex. Oh! That is actually Stop. blasphemy of the highest order. Can How can you speak I in can't tongues? I can't unknow this. You can't. With, Hi, with my you can't. That's fake tongues. That's not tongues. That's not tongues. It's not real you tongues. Can't. Um, and he you would can't. call. He would call her up, complain about how his wife doesn't wash his drawers. And how she was no good. This guy's black in bed. Yes. Because uh, why would do that? Why are they so thing? trash? And <laughs> yeah, just, so like, brave. Brave. No, he he was he was wilding. And right. he's not even, he's grossly overweight <laughs> and not good looking. What's going on Someone in called, the world? Uh, I can't even say that. I can't repeat that on the podcast. It's just crazy. But um, people, people are also really comments. dragging his wife. And I don't know if I feel sorry for her, if I feel... No, I, feel, I do feel sorry for I her. She's been manipulated. manipulated. I think she's been manipulated. And I feel sorry for her, but I also feel like she's staying for probably, for many reasons. I don't know why she's staying. She's got kids, money. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I can't understand why she would stay. So, like, he went to apparently he went to visit her in the same hotel that his wife was in. How can you do that? That's just absolutely. 
So he used scripture. Mm-hmm. It said, yeah, John Gray used scripture to sleep with a woman going through divorce and financial hardship. You've got to learn to stop following these false prophets. So basically all that stuff has come out. But again, the point is don't trust these pastors, please. Like just because, you know, they say they're a man of God, it just doesn't mean anything. By their fruits, you shall know them. That's it. Test all spirits. Oh my God. Um, the last thing I was about is, is just ending on is Brexit. So obviously it's all been, it's all been a bit of a, bit of a madness. Um, I think the Euro- was it European Parliament met, met and extended um, our the time. deadline. Yeah, yep. yeah, our deadline. So it's now like April the 12th or 22nd of May. And there's all, all these, did anyone sign the petition actually? I signed it, even though I didn't think it was going to make a difference. I signed I, it. I, I haven't, no. It's like a four million plus now. People yep. saying we want to revoke Article 50 and stop Brexit. And all the levers are like, when it gets to 17.4 million, then I'll talk to you. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't like, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's a very, it's just weird because it just feels very uncertain. Like the whole, just like being in Britain at this point. Like I never thought that I'd be in England and just be like a bit, just, I feel a bit worthless. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like yeah. I always used to look at America and think that whole Trump thing, these lot are just idiots, man. Like, can you believe they elected someone like that? Can you believe the kind of nonsense that's going in their country? And yeah. look at us. We're no better. Which, which they're like, Trump, you're going to build the world. We're going to have the Miller Report. The British. All right, listen, yeah? Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, Brexit. Yeah. Brexit. <laughs> Brexit. It's uh, been like literally two and a half years. And, and we don't we, know what it is. We don't know really what it is. Does it really take that long? Yeah. Yeah, June 2016. 2016. And crazy. we still don't really know what's happening. Yeah. Like, we, we don't know. Because like the MPs, what I love, the, what I love, this is the thing I love the most about Brexit. It said that this is the will of the people, and so we voted for it. Get over it. Da, da, da. So we can only have one democratic vote to determine the will of the people. But yeah. Parliament can have one, two, three, four. They can have as many votes as they want. Yeah. They can say we don't want a no deal. We don't like Theresa May's deal. Uh, we'll vote in the same deal again, and actually we don't like it. And then John Burke had to step in and say, if you put or the same da. bill up, or da, <laughs> and said if you if you put the same bill up again, I'm not gonna put you. Like, I'm not gonna allow you to do it. And so now people are saying, oh, you're stepping in because you're a Remainer. But it's like, does that make sense that Parliament could vote on the same bill three times? Three times? So what, what would happen the first two? What would happen on the third time? I think literally what's happened is that Brexiteers have realised the only way they're actually going to leave is by doing Theresa May's deal. So they're just going to vote for it now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, I was I was out yesterday in, uh, in London just trying to search for some suits. And we got off the train... And all of the Remain marchers came off. Like, they took up entire trains. They were coming from all wow. across the country. Lock off all of that Charing Cross, everything Oxford lock Street, everything mm. lock off. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did our shopping. So I think they, they were around 12-ish. We did our shopping, finished at about three. Came out, walked back towards uh, Charing Cross again. And... The leave uh, procession was going. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so dead. Um, dull, bored. How long is this going to take? No word of a lie. Two and a half minutes later, the entirety of the leave procession had moved on. Oh, you might could have at least put some beats on it. Like, <laughs> like drop, drop a little tutu drums. <laughs> like, that might have... You that's know actually, that nobody, that's, that's immigrant drums nobody in the Leave campaign has rhythm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, that is a fact. Yeah. Is, you can take that to the bank. That's a shame. So yeah, we're leaving. We don't. Well, we might be leaving. We might not. We don't know what's going to happen. It's all very uncertain. But um, yeah, you know. Do you think it will affect us as black people that much? I think 
I think no. materially. Eh. I think we were broke before this. We'll be broke again. I, I'm not broke. I'm not broke. I'm not <laughs> wow. That. And that's the individual capitalism speaking. Private school. Oh my guys are falling. <laughs> 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 y'all got money, see, so y'all don't care. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think in terms of, I think things that will, it will affect, I think anything bad that happens disproportionately affects, affects will affect black people. people. So I think it will affect black people with stuff like the NHS. Um, I think we might see shortages of certain uh, things. Shortages of social, social services. I think we might see shortages of... Um, shortages of food. We might see shortages of, of medical professionals, which I think is really concerning because so yeah. many of my colleagues come from the European Union. And like there will be... There will be no, um, like when I was working in certain departments, like half the ward is staffed by Spanish nurses, hmm. Portuguese nurses. Like hmm. if they decide that they're not going to stick around, you're not going to make it easy for them. And they go back to wherever they come. Like we don't, we literally don't have enough British nurses to fill the hospitals. Like we don't. Like think, so, think, so many of our staff come from Philippines. Um, there's so many like nurses from like the Caribbean, from West Africa. We literally don't, we don't have enough staff. So many of the doctors, like when I was working in um, certain surgical departments, we'd be like, literally 70% of the surgeons were, you get a surgical department of maybe 10 surgeons and three of them are white British. Mm. The rest of them are, some of the, the rest of them, even the ones who, you might get a couple of British born from like another country who are British born or British residents, but like maybe half of them will be EU migrants, like Italian or Romanian. What are you going to well, do? That means more jobs for Brexit Barry. Brexit I mean, Barry can take over those jobs. Can't be that hard, can it? <laughs> Get the cup noodles and someone. <laughs> Dog nosing. Bish, bash, bush. Hey. Oi, oi, oi. Alan. Pass a scalpel, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. It's um, the same with universities. I think unis make a massive, massive chunk of their money from international students. Oh, gosh. What student about fees. And, like, I'm just thinking about my uni. Like, if they kicked out all of the Europeans now. Like, I don't know. My course would have to close. Like, I don't know. It's a, a pretty... Mm. It's hard to imagine. And it's not like... it's If they make loopholes... They probably will make loopholes for people to come, but it's the fact that people might be... They're going to have to. Discouraged. It's not, it's not about the fact that they yeah. won't be able to come. It's like, if you discourage people and, you, and they feel, like, uncomfortable, they don't like the climate, yeah. they might just not come. And that's where the problem will come. It's like, you've created an environment that's hostile for them. Yeah. And so... For the wealthy you, internationals to come and spend yeah. their money here. People still want them to come, really. Realistically. They, they do. But it's just like, you've made a hostile environment and... There's certain parts of the country, like actually, our name, our name, name, Stoke on Trent, that cesspit. Um, <laughs> when I was working there, a lot of them hated the hospital staff. Like, the Trent and, and, and they were there, there's a very racist area as well. Like, they keyed cars, um, told the hospital staff they didn't want them. But the thing is, like, the people from your local population aren't staffing the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so when you get sick, who's looking after you? Yep. Well, nobody. Uh, they want British is, uh, jobs. If, if they want British jobs for British people. But the the point is, unfortunately, your British thing. people aren't applying um, to study these things in the rates that you need that you want them to. So, mm-hmm. but this is, this is the perfect way to end the podcast. At the end of the day, if people then die of a problem that they've created by not having enough NHS nurses, as some as some person said, how is it my problem? How is it my problem? Ooh, That's beautiful. Ooh, ooh. But, it, but it is our problem because the thing is, some of us will die too. God forbid. I'm not I'm doing not this. Oh, we're trying to end on a high. Come on. Come on. Come on. Why? Why must you? It won't be listen, me. Yeah, listen. 
Nah, we won't die. Don't worry, guys. Black people just move to Ghana. It's the year of return. Don't they know we're resilient? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Keep we survived the war. We can survive this, eh? We survived Come slavery, on. mate. Oh, yeah, exactly. We survived slavery. We survived some years. war. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, Tales and Plantation, Volume 13. Um, we're out. Woo. Boom. That's it. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like you to know that uh, so committed am I to the podcast that uh-huh. I changed my handle. <gasps> I'm, I'm TFTP, Tunde. 